Oh, I got lipstick on my hand. Hey. Hi, Riley. Oh, hey. I was also mid-writing a comment when, like, you guested me, so then I was like, I'm awkward. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Why am I freaking out? I'm freaking out, too. Why are you freaking out? Stop it. Why are you freaking out? <laughs> I'm here. Yes, you are here. I'm here. You're, yes. Michael Zidell is here. Hi, Michael Zidell. Okay. So, first thing I'm going to do before I start asking you questions is I'm going to give you colors, and I want you to give me the first song that comes to your mind based on that color. I'm absolutely terrified, but okay. <laughs> first color is gray. Great, by why don't we? Pink. Um, Josh by Peach PRC. Yellow. I'll be okay, by why don't we? <laughs> but that was a panic one. <laughs> and red. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, red. Oh, shoot. Oh, I got... Sweet Jesus. I don't know. Lonely by Pretty Much. There's red in the cover art for that. That's the one on their Faces EP, right? That's That was the one that was just on Smackables. I haven't listened to that yet. I probably should. I'm not gonna say anything. I Yeah, literally, Sadie said in the comments, look at me. I didn't want to keep saying why don't we think, so I... <laughs> Okay, first question I have for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when did you realize that you wanted to go into film? Oh, God. Um, well, I always, like, did YouTube videos and stuff. We all know this. I did YouTube from a very young age, making very horrible videos on my webcam. Um, but then... Uh, for senior year at my high school, to gra in order to graduate at my high school, we all had to create a film. And mine was about how I met my best friends through Twitter. And it was a documentary, and I literally put like my heart and soul and tears and everything I have in my being into it. So I was like, oh, this is sick. And then I ended up getting accepted into Mass Art, and I was like, we had a foundation year. So it's like a year where you kind of like, figure out what you want to do. You don't have to settle on anything yet. And then, this is going to sound so lame, but pretty much came out with their music video for Blind. And y'all know Blind is my favorite pretty much song. And the music video, I don't know what it was. It just blew my absolute marbles. And I was like, I'm going to film. I was, so, I was, I was going to Mass Art to hopefully do illustration. And then I ended up going into film, so. So pretty much is the reason why you went into film. Pretty much is the reason why I'm transferring out of film now. <laughs> but thanks, what are, you what are you transferring to? Um, you know, I haven't been, ex I haven't finished any of my applications yet. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, Johnson Wales University in Providence uh, for marketing. Ahaha. <laughs> Little buddy, who I only know Riley. I keep doing the nervous ticks. <laughs> um, next question I have is, how did Why Don't We Tour Source come into your life? Oh, geez, Louise. Um, well, why don't we? I first found out about Why Don't We Tour Source because um, Maddie, who most Why Don't We people know, uh, she was always posting about it, and I was like, "What the heck is this thing?" I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I followed it. And then I didn't really pay much attention to it. But then when it was for summer tour 2019, she was like, hey, we're doing like this insider thing. And I think like you like it. You should apply for it. And I was like, hmm, okay. And then I applied for it, not really thinking much of it. And then I got it. And then they, their person for the next day, because the two shows I went to on summer tour in 2019 were back to back. So I was the limelight insider for the New Hampshire show. And then the 
girl that was supposed to do the VIP one the next day, uh, like, just didn't do it. So they were like, hey, could you do it again? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then, you know, they were looking for a Twitter ambassador. And I was like, hey, I know how to tweet. And then they hired me. <laughs> hired. That sounds so official. Alyssa, I see you in the comments. My, my, uh, uh I, I'm gonna shut up. There was a word. I couldn't. <laughs> Okay, so for someone who wants to work in social media as well as like do behind the scenes things like what you do since you consider yourself an internet professional, do you have any steps or advice that I should take to fulfill this? First of all, the fact that you called me an internet professional, I'm honored because <laughs> I am not. But that's, oh wow. Um, you know, the way I go about life is that it's probably a, a part to my anxiety is that I just need to know everything. But, you know, you just gotta be in the know on everything. Whether that be in the know on the trends, most people focus on the trends, uh, especially right now, that's the easiest way. But when I was getting into it, it was like, I gotta know everyone. And if I don't know everyone, I need to figure it out. And then I need to know what's going on for everything. Like, literally, um, what was like the first time that like ever happened? I don't know, just, like, when I would walk into events when, like, those were still a thing. Haha, <laughs> laugh funny. <laughs> um, um, I, oh, more specific, actually, this is a better example. When I was, the first time I ever went to Playlist Live in Orlando, it was 2015, 24, 24, 14-year-old Riley. I'm not 24, <laughs> I'm 20 now. But 14-year-old Riley was losing her, her mind, and she's like, there's going to be so many people that I don't know. And, like, so, obviously, at Playlist, you, like, pick meet and greets. And then they'll, like, group a bunch of people together because it's just easier for them to get, like, more exposure or whatever. And I was, like, I don't know who three out of five of the people are in this meetup, but I feel rude if I, like, don't hug them. Like, you know, because a lot of people don't care. And they'll just be, like, hey, and then, like, walk away. But, like, I feel like I need to interact with them so you know I do my research and then that's kind of how I made myself a fangirl because then by a turn I uh, became obsessed with everything so um more that's that's a big shout out to Luke Corns and Mikey Murphy that's what I did with them <laughs> but, so you know just be in the know I don't think that kind of sounds like a really bad answer but <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't what uh, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Okay, as long as you understand what I'm saying, that's most important. I feel like one example is your room. You've got posters galore. You didn't have to call me out like that, but you're right. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, whatever. What was the first artist that you found? Oh my god, that like I was obsessed with. Yes, Justin Bieber. It was bad. I was a believer. Still kind of am. Not super much, but, like, I, I would say, yeah, definitely Justin Bieber. That was, like, the first concert that, like, I actually remember, like, losing my mind over. Um, He, like, <laughs> he went to the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, and I, like, cried. There's literally pictures on my mom's Facebook of me and my my friend Emma, and we're, like, I had Justin Bieber. Like, literally, I'm all the way, like, the farthest back in the highest to be and I was convinced he looked in my direction absolutely convinced I was lied to but it was fine I was living the dream yes you were <laughs> I was love you Justin Bieber everyone get ready for his new album what's your favorite Justin Bieber song um like my favorite like oh sweet Jesus what is my favorite Justin Bieber song um, I say the one that I listen to, like, most often these days, and this is a really depressing answer, is Purpose. That's a really good one. So. I don't remember what that sounds like. I'll have to listen to it later. You should. I say my heart into your hand. I don't know. I'm blanking. Take your time. I'm here. <laughs> I'm just vibing. <laughs> Let's talk about forever in your mind. Ow! <laughs> Did you see that they posted on their Instagram story? Now? Wait, what? Yeah, I, I'm convinced it was 
I was going to say I'm convinced it was Ricky. It was No, it's probably Ricky. He's the one that's only ever on it. Uh, I guess, like, Radio Disney or, like, some Disney oh, tagged them. I in saw a, that. They were like, love y'all. And I got that notification. And I was like, you are joking. I'm like, this is cruel. But whatever. How did you find out about Forever in Your Mind? Um, I found out about Forever in Your Mind through, coincidentally, another friend of mine named Kaylin. Um, she, all of a sudden, at least it feels like all of a sudden, she just started talking, yapping about this kid named Ricky Garcia. And I was like, who is this man? And she's like, oh, and then she's telling me all about him. And I was like, cool, like, aha. And then she was like, you should really listen to their music. And I was like, I don't know. I just, like, kept putting it off. And then one day, you know, I was just like, fine. You know what? I'm going to listen to it. I listened to Rabbit Hole, which is a questionable song. (laughs) But, you know. Um, And I was like, okay, I'm hooked. And then I realized that they are the same people that came out with the song Hurricane. And that song used to come out on my shuffle all the time. And I skipped it all the time because I hated it. I love Hurricane now. So realistically, the universe was trying to shove them down my throat many years beforehand, and I just <laughs> ignored the beck and call. But here I am. You want to know how I found out about this? You're giggling, which makes me... <laughs> so, you know how they did that 100 D- DC classic melody on Disney? Yeah, unfortunately. I, I was watching that at my grandparents' house. And then I was like, oh, they're kind of cute. So then, like, I looked them up, and I listened to their music. And then Ricky was in Best Friends Whenever. I don't know if that was before the DC Classics or not. I think it but, was, like, But I remember that he was on Best Friends Whenever, and his character on there. Like, I was in love with that character. I don't know why, <laughs> but I was. Literally, like, it's so funny. Like, I, at the time, like... I started listening to their music. I probably, from this, because I ended up going to the Euphoric tour before they evidently broke up. Thanks, guys. Um, But that, I had only been, like, a fan for, like, three months at that point. And I was, like, and then I, one, was screaming swear words at my computer because the VIP website wouldn't load. And I was, like, I need to meet these guys. And I eventually worked, obviously. But (laughs) I... Yeah, it's kind of crazy. The same thing kind of, this is kind of a little bit of a tangent. The same thing happened with I Don't We. I was only like a fan of theirs for like two months. And then I ended up uh, going to something different. And I was like, blew my mind. So that's cool. I I bought tickets. I got tickets for my birthday for the Euphoric tour. And my mom's like, oh, yeah, we can meet them next time they go on tour. (laughs) And then they broke up. I didn't even know. I thought they were just taking a break. And then I kind of, yeah. like, didn't... Right. <laughs> Wait, what? I said, yeah, we all thought they were taking a break. Kind of like One Direction. But, like, not really. It's kind of like, okay, uh, now we're just going on. I, I hope I'm not throwing you off track. Well, it's like the same thing with, like, you probably never listened to them, but the band 4th Ave, they were, like, you know, they kind of went ghost for a few months. And everyone was like, oh, where'd they go? Like, that's crazy. And then beginning of 2020... They, Marcus, one of the kids in the band, he, like, posted, like, 2019 recap, haha, and he posted it, and then just casually threw in, in the middle of the video, yeah, like, fourth half's not a thing anymore, and, like, the other two didn't make a statement about it, so we were all just, like, excuse me? Because they were supposed to go on tour in November, they went on tour with Alex Iono, like, beginning of summer, in 2019 you know, did their thing. Then they're like, hey guys, we dropped an EP. And then they're like, hey guys, end of October till late November, we're doing a tour. Ended up canceling the tour like three weeks beforehand. Went ghost for like two months. And then they're like, yeah guys, we're not a band anymore. It's kind of sad. It was very sad. Anyway, now you learned something today. Yes. How has what working with Why Don't We Tours has changed your life and what have you learned from it? Oh my goodness. Um, see, that's such a tricky 
situation because for so much of my time working with why don't we tour source we just got the instagram account back so majority of the time i've been working with them we haven't even had the instagram account which is like kind of sad like we probably only had it for like two and a half months because i've been working with them since like mid-july um but i would say as far as like change my life or whatever um it gave me like best friends like Alyssa and akira literally like they're the best um, Akira and I have, like, become, I mean, Alyssa too, but Akira and I have become so close, like, literally, I FaceTime her, like, every night, it's crazy, and she's the best, and Alyssa is just, also, it's been super cool, like, it's been super cool, like, coming up with ideas for all of them, but, like, specifically, Alyssa, you're probably not here anymore, but, um, she's just a little bundle of anxiety sometimes, and it's just so cool to see how proud she gets when she actually <laughs> tweets, um, but as far as, like, what I've learned, <laughs> I need to be very, like, careful with my words. Um, I've learned that Twitter goes buck wild for everything. I can tweet a question mark now, and I'll get yelled at. Um, <laughs> I've learned that people are very needy. And, like, I know that sounds really negative. It's kind of nice. But, like... I, I feel like looking at it from the different perspective of, like, running, like, an update account sort of thing is, like, you really just see how thirsty people are for, like, new information, which is totally understandable, but it's, like, crazy to see it from the lens of, like, hey, I'm running this account and I need to be professional and not, like, oh, this is just my Twitter where I can just, like, tweet stupid stuff on it, like, um, and I learned how, to, how important it is to, like, actually have a relationship with the people that you follow. And like not just be like a robot. No one likes robots. No. No. It's like a it's like a Google checking when you're like going on to like a different website. Are you a robot? Oh my god, yeah. And then they're like, Yeah, spot the bicycle and like <laughs> I had to do one of those today for a YouTube video. And it was like spot the spot the crosswalk. So I click on ones that are crosswalks and there's a little corner of a bus in it and it just made it completely like threw it off. It's like you're a robot. Or like try again or something like they that. They make you do that for YouTube videos now? I was I was clicking off of an Instagram link, so I think that's why. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I was gonna say, damn, YouTube's really gone down. <laughs> I was worried. So being someone who loves music, how has your music taste changed and who are some of your favorite artists now compared to then? Oh my god, I love music. <laughs> you put me on so many different music artists. And I'm very thankful for that. French. You're not here, but we love you. Um, <laughs> I would say my, my music, obviously, like, every, uh, no, I'm not going to generalize it like that. Um, very much so. I feel like I've developed a little bit of an edgy, edginess to my, my thing. Because I, I grew up, like, listening to, like, pop music. Ah-ha-ha. And then... And then it turned into, like, my parents are divorced, so, like, two different kinds of styles of music when I would, like, go back and forth. And then my mom got into country music, so you can, you can kind of guess how that went. And then my dad's, like, rap. Like, Post Malone, French Montana. And my mom, like, Blake Shelton and Rascal Flatts. And then, I, and then I'm here, like, <laughs> boy bands. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've just gotten a little edgier. And as far as, like, people I listen to, um, a big one, at least recently, has been Water Parks. They're great. Actually, you know what? Let me pull up my Apple Music so I can give you the 411. What I've been listening to lately is uh, Speed It Up by Anthony Ortiz, his new song. That's really good. Um, wasn't expecting it to sound the way it does, but, you know, um, a lot of Water Parks. Pretty much his new EP, Smackables. Madison Beer's album, I'm enjoying it a lot more than I kind of expected. And, of course, you know, Jaden Hostler. I love Jaden Hostler. <laughs> I love him. Um, he, had, he has this one song, I don't remember what it's called, but I, I, when it first came out, I listened to it on repeat, and then I kind of just stopped listening to it. I, I want to know. You're going to have to let me know what song that is. I'm going to have to figure it out and let you know. Yes, please do. I'm I will. Thank you. Many thanks. So I think from like 
from you going on like live on TikTok and like Instagram, you you always listen to music when you're live. And I always ask you, what artist is <laughs> Because you have really good music taste. And Christian French, like I've never heard his music before. And then you told me on TikTok, you should listen to him. He's right now my um in my Spotify, he's my third most listened to artist. No way, really? How'd that happen so fast? I don't know. I've been listening to stuff on repeat. I don't have a about him. I just remember you probably know the song. Head first, head I just heard that song one day and I was like, ooh, go off. And then I learned how to play Crowded Room on the guitar. Oh my goodness. That one was an easy one to learn. The rest of them, I'm like, I can't do this. In time. In time, it'll happen. And I can't see it. It's going to be iconic. Oh, also to add on to the people I like and listen to nowadays, really, one of my favorite, like, celebrities, musician people right now, Lil Nas, which is like, what? Like, that's so random. His TikToks are so funny. And his music is just... Literally, the, I don't know if you follow him on TikTok, but he has, he uses the same audio for every TikTok of his, no matter what it is. And it's this preview of a song that he's going to release eventually called Call Me By Your Name. And I'm just like, can you please release it already? I want to listen to it. His videos come from my For You page occasionally. <laughs> he made a video about 6 9 today, and it really made me giggle. I was like... <laughs> But we don't need to talk about 6 9 He's garbage. So once COVID is over, who is the first artist that you want to see live? Oh, we don't have time. I want to see James Butler. I... <laughs> no, <laughs> my first inclination was to say, why don't we? But Jaden, um, I don't know if you knew this. You're not as big of a fan of Jaden as I am. But he is supposed to be touring, like, fall of this year. Oh. That was the plan which he's kind of stupid for it, but he, he also had the plan to release his album back in um, November and now March. So I remember hearing something about that. Yeah, because Homeboy told me about that in a Zoom when I, I won the Zoom thing with oh, him. Yeah. And he was like, Riley, my album's coming out in November. I'm so excited. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome, Jay. And then <laughs> March. But <laughs> March 5th. <laughs> March 5th. He um, lights my earth. <laughs> I can't talk. Few months late. And he keeps just saying, tell me about tomorrow coming soon. It's like, you can't say coming soon when you don't have a date. You've been saying that for the past two months. But yeah, definitely Jaden, because I miss Jaden. I'm having a little bit of a separation, not fun moment with that. Um, and then obviously, why don't we? Because they're like the artists that I've seen the most out of literally anyone ever and i um, i would like to see zach heron i'll leave it at that <laughs> shout out zach heron <laughs> <laughs> what was your opinion on their new album i thought you were gonna ask me about the roblox thing and i was about i was to <laughs> <laughs> i have so many thoughts on the roblox shenanigans i um, was confused you and me both. You want like, it was Zach's idea. I saw that. I'm not surprised anymore. It makes me <laughs> knowing that. But um, uh, my opinion on the album is that I really liked it. I mean, it's like you, it's English. It's like the style is different in a way. The style is definitely different, and you can like hear the the growth of it all mm -hmm. and like although I think it all sounds very good together this is just me being like an edgy kind of person wanting a little bit more of that ow cut ow um <laughs> sorry to the audio listeners y'all might not know what I'm <laughs> trust me <laughs> um because like Fallen came out and I was like oh wow like this is yeah. the whole album and then everything else came and although I love everything else I was like None of this really matches. <laughs> but, like, it works, in a way. It, it it works, and but also it just blows my mind with the whole look at me thing. Like, look at me. <laughs> but I'm just it, like... 
how you gonna stick that in between? I'll be okay with like talk so sweet like like candy, and then be like, I'm trying to keep this PG. <laughs> something something naughty, not good. See, I was listening to the album with a friend, and our initial reaction to look at me were like, this belongs in a horror movie. <laughs> Everyone said that. I don't understand. Okay, literally, it's, it's the noises in the beginning. The only people that would have known this artist are people who would be in my live streams but rory webley like look the beginning of look at me really reminds me of like his music and i'm like clearly y'all have no taste but like go off i guess so back to the why don't we album what is the hype about love song you tell me because i haven't figured it out i i can't figure it out that's why i was asking you I don't know. I should ask Alyssa really likes Love Song, and I don't get it. I really don't. We should bring Alyssa into this and have a conversation. Hey, I text Alyssa. Hey, Alyssa, need you to need you to give thoughts on something? What goes on? Oh, I thought she I, commented. I just looked up really fast and saw uh, a comment. Because I, I liked the song at first, and then I just kind of, like, didn't really, like, get the hype about it because everyone was talking about it but my favorite i think has to be i'll be okay as it should be yeah like so i i don't get it like i thought the preview of love song was really good and yes. then into the whole thing and i was like well i don't we stand they're probably gonna attack <laughs> my hands were too low but i did that <laughs> So, since you are a film major, but you're transferring over, what is one thing that you've enjoyed? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go for, into film, because I saw Alexa and Katie live, like, them filming and behind the scenes stuff, and that kind of was like, I need to do this, and then I didn't, I wanted to be a director, and I was like, this is too much work, like, I don't know if I have what it takes, so I want to do something, like, behind the scenes now. Literally, if you want the real 411, everything in film is a lot of work. Like, there's yeah. a job. And I always say that, like, if I had to pick something, I really like documentary film and, like, filmmaking. Like, that's super fun. I'm, I'm sneak peek to the two people that are in here right now. Um, <laughs> working on a new short film that's coming out Ooh. April, like, end of April, early May. Um, but I really enjoy documentary filmmaking and like interviewing people kind of like what we're doing right now um but i think the reason why i haven't been able to enjoy my film experience like in a professional setting as much as i have is literally because of the pandemic because if you can't tell to all the people who are watching live right now i'm in my room in rhode island and i go to school technically in boston but mass art although our school is open and like you can use the studio space and everything like if i wanted to i could go like set up a time and I could go there but it's an hour and a half away it's limited like every like so much of it is like open yet closed at the same time so like I can like use the studio spaces or anything but like I'm not gonna be able to learn like how I normally would without the pandemic like there's still so many precautions and the whole idea like at my school we use like co-verified which is like it just you have to like flash it to the security guards and they're like cool you're not infected um but it's just it's just the whole point of like kind of going to art school and like being in your major at least at mass art is that like you have the studio space to be able to like the resources to do whatever you want like i i'm taking a class right now where i'm like shooting projects with a 16 millimeter bolex camera which is like film camera that uses like actual film and I really, like, want to like it, but it's so hard to enjoy it when I have to, like, I have, like, how to use it. a Zoom, but, like, I have to figure everything out in my room, and, like, when things go wrong, and it's, like, the whole point of me being in these five-hour studio classes is to be in these five-hour studio classes, figuring it out with my teacher in that moment and getting help, and I'm not getting that, which is, like, kind of sucky, but that's all that. Has there been a piece of advice that someone has given you that has impacted what you do? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, actually, wait. I keep things over here on my door. Um, as far as just, like, a quote that stuck with me, like, not to be a basic White Ollie fan, but Corbin's quote, y'all know I love that, of that you were given this life because you are strong enough to live it, that's a really good one. But as far as, um, something, like, a, it's not, like, a piece of advice, but just, like, encouraging words that, like, someone has given me that, like, really stuck with me is that, Emery, hey, Emery, you're not here, but hey, Emery, love you, big fake bro. Um, uh, when I saw, okay, this is gonna get kind of dark and serious, so sorry in advance, but you know we're here to give the real nitty gritty here on the little thing. Um, so when I last saw the boys of Forever in Mind, good boys, we love them. Um. I was, they were just like, oh, like, it was the meet and greet. They were like, oh, so, like, what's up? What's new? And I, I got really serious. I was like, we got to talk about lonely. They were like, what goes on? And I was like, to be real with you, it's been a year since I almost did something very bad to myself. I will keep it, like, not actually say it because I don't want to freak anyone out. But, you know, did a bad thing to harm myself. And it's been a year since that happened. I was like, and sappy, sappy, sap, like, have helped me so much and I feel like I don't do enough blah, blah, blah. and then Emery said the words to me and I'm looking over here because I have it on my door <laughs> he said progression is everything celebrate every little victory you know and especially that's a good thing to keep in mind during the pandemic because you know sometimes it's even hard to just make your bed but if you made your bed that's cool that's why I when I make my to-do list on my sticky notes I put very minuscule things like taking a shower because it feels it feels good that I did that and I still get to check it off. So thanks, Emery. So I remember you talking about that in one of your TikTok lives. Oh yeah, I'm crying. I remember yeah. that. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to all the people who stick by me even when I cry on my live streams. Y'all are y'all are the OGs. Your TikTok lives are entertaining. <sighs> There's something. <laughs> I enjoy them, but <laughs> the TikTok sees the the, the very sad Riley at times. <laughs> they see the sad Riley, the normal Riley, the hype Riley, and the stupid decision Riley. <laughs> yes. So from watching a very, I cannot talk, from watching a variety of creators online to Twitch to YouTube, social media, which creator has had the biggest impact on your life and which creator has inspired you the most? Does it have to be, like, the same person for both of them, or can I give you two answers? You can give me whatever answer you choose to. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, uh, okay, so definitely, like, for, like, what's changed my life, like, overall, definitely, oh, God, I love them so much. Um, Smosh, love them. Like, literally, without Smosh, I would not have the humor I do today, <laughs> which, like, probably would be a little better if I had a little bit of humor but like you know um but yeah definitely Smosh uh they're the reason why I got into this whole social media thing in the first place because I was like oh why don't we tweeting about Roblox <laughs> um, but I it was like 2010 my mom had just got like a tablet for the first time because that was like a cool thing. Like tablets were coming out or whatever. And I was like, mom, can I like watch something on your laptop? She's like, yeah, sure. And that was at the time where like cat videos and baby videos were like still funny, cringeworthy <laughs> to watch on YouTube. So I was like, cool, I'm going to watch this. Aha. And I don't even know how it, I don't know what I was watching that show made this video pop up in my recommended. Actually, I lied. I do because I'm a nerd and I like Power Rangers. But I had a Smosh video show up in my recommended called Mighty Mighty Smosh and Power Rangers. And I watched it because obviously I was like, oh, what's this? I was like, this looks cool. It had like a colorful like thumbnail or something. And I was like, and I watched it. I was like, these guys look so much older than me. And they like the Power Rangers. And obviously I was intrigued. I was like, 10 year old Riley just like was losing her mind she's like oh my god there's other people that like the power rangers i thought it was just like a, a kid thing like what and i was like because they were like they were like my age at the time well like how old i am now maybe a little bit older at the time like 2010 so i was like this is crazy like what 
and then I kept watching, and then they, it turns out they liked, like, video games and, like, Pokemon and just stupid humor. And I was just like, this is so cool. I was like, this is so cool. And then I fell into the hole, and now here I am, 20 years old, supporting the hole. Um, I had to. I'm sorry. What? I said you fell down the rabbit hole. You're right. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> and then as far as like, although like Smash is super inspiring, but like I have to mention it because I sold my soul to this man about how many years ago at this point? What year is it? It's yeah. <laughs> like almost eight years ago at this point. So like Tyler Oakley, obviously. Shout out to I've Tyler. Seen, <laughs> I've seen him like pop up on my YouTube recommendations, my Twitch recommendations. I just haven't clicked on any of it. Watch his Twitch streams. Don't watch his YouTube videos. Unless it's the one I'm in, then watch that. Because that's it. I remember you did that. I remember when I did that too. I was losing my mind. You were freaking out about it. I, yeah. Oh my God. Do you know how big of a moment that was for me? Like literally. Yes. I thought that all the time. And I'm like. I think you ranted about it on TikTok Live for, like, 30 minutes. I definitely did. Well, because, like, that's so crazy. Because, like, very similar to Smosh is, like, Tyler Oakley came into my life, like, a couple years later. But, and I, like, um, Tyler's, when he went on tour, that was the first social media event I had ever been to. So I was, like, because that was December 2014. So I was, like, and he was the first, like, YouTuber I ever met. And I was like, this is cool. This is crazy. And I, obviously, like, besides, like, Justin Bieber, like, that's a little bit. Obviously, there's <laughs> very different, like, connection between fan and person um, than, like, me and Justin Bieber and, like, me and Tyler. But, like, the whole point of people, why people like YouTube is because it's, like, they feel like you're actually their friend. That's, like, the whole parasocial relationship thing that you feel very invested in their life. And then... Obviously, 12-year-old Riley was, like, it's super overdrive because, obviously, she was crazy about this kid. And then to think, like, holy crap, like, eight years later, I'd be on his... Like, yeah, I was in, like, his Q and Slays. You know, he would tweet me. He, like, would repost my art or whatever. But it's, like, eight years later, I'm in a... He's interviewing me for a YouTube video? That's cool. What? And uh, I was, like, okay, this is crazy. But... Anyways, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I had a question and I forgot what it was. Oh no, I'm so oh. sorry. So oh, I remember. Okay. So, you have this platform from Instagram yeah. to Why Don't We Tour Source to TikTok and whatever else you have. Did you think that you'd get this far <laughs> from starting off in social media? Oh god, no. Oh, God, absolutely not. Like, well, okay, to be fair, I feel like I can't, like, I can take credit for, like, the Why Don't We Tourist stuff, at least, like, for the Twitter stuff, like, with Alyssa, because, like, literally Alyssa and I built that up from, like, zero followers. The Instagram account is mainly a curious thing. I helped to maintain it, but, like, still, um, just throwing out there. But as far as, like, everything else, like, I guess the, the biggest thing to speak on is, like, TikTok. I was, like, I thought it was crazy when, like, I hit, like, a thousand followers. Because a thousand followers was, like, kind of reasonable to me because, you know, because of Tyler and reposting my art. Like, I had, like, a thousand followers on my Instagram at that point. So I was like, oh, okay, like, this kind of evens out. But now here we are. Like, I've been on TikTok since it was musically. So, yeah, you know, it's been too long. Um, but I remember, like, I had, like... <laughs> me phrasing it as I had a poppin' musically account. I had like six hundred followers, but you know, it got a good like like comment ratio. So I was like, this is crazy. And I got logged out of it. So I was like, damn, I have to like create a whole new account now. And then I was like, oh cool. Like I got a thousand followers. That's awesome. And then here I am all those years later and I have five thousand followers. <laughs> but like that's still crazy. Like thank you. Like I know it <laughs> any it's like oh 5,000 doesn't sound like a lot and it really isn't compared to obviously people like Charlie D'Amelio but 
although I only have 5,000 followers, it's kind of crazy actually how many people have been like impacted by what I post and how much people have actually seen of me. Cause like when uh, you're on TikTok, so you know, like when the why don't we people go through a craze and they're like, oh, we need to, we're going on Omegle and we're like meeting people under the why don't we hashtag. Like I did that once. And the amount of people I met who knew who I was and they weren't even following me it was kind of like or like when I go to when I work at Target because hey I work at Target I had I've talked about this before on my live streams it was you know I hated my life and I was working at this small self-checkout and I was just like scanning things with someone and it was a mom and a daughter and then the mom was like this is gonna sound crazy but you're the girl that goes to all those why don't we shows aren't you and I was like, and I looked up, I was like, what? And she's like, do you go to like, do you know the band Why Don't We? And then the little girl was like, oh my God, yeah, you, you do look like that girl. And I was like, yeah. And then they were like, oh my God, you're the, we love seeing you at all the shows. Like we go to all the shows too. And we see you all the time running around and talking to everyone. And like, I don't even know these people's names. And they just came through my line at Target, like the most like, the one place where I'm so out of touch with, like, what I do, like, here, and I'm just, like, in target mode, and I'm just, like, scan, 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 please shut up and take your bag, and then I was, like, okay, go off, but, um, ah, yeah, that's it, <laughs> I thought I had more words, but my brain stopped working. I remember when I hit five followers on TikTok. Oh, that's awesome. Cause I start, I had my main account, and then I created my um my Christian TV account, which is now my I don't know what account it is, it's just a random account that I have. <laughs> but I I posted a video at Christian, and that blew up. Yeah, and I think it hit like fifty follow, not fifty followers, fifty likes or something, and I was losing my mind because that account was supposed to be an edit account. Yeah, and. It just kind of blew up, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. So then I started doing, like, more things to, like, engage in this platform. Yeah. Then I hit 100 followers, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I found you, because I was scrolling through my For You page, and then you did, like, a room tour or something. Or you're doing some Why Don't We thing, and I saw that FIYM poster behind you, and I, I commented. I was like, you like forever in your life. Yeah, I think another moment when I was kind of just, like, whoa like I'm I'm doing something and it's kind of freaking me out is when um back in May when I posted the TikTok can you see oh no you can't see in the frame well I have the the painting I made of Corey mm -hmm. and Ricky saw it and oh. he commented it and he like because obviously like Ricky and I know each other like mm -hmm. you know, like go back and forth or whatever but like that video like how many likes it has at least like seven thousand likes i was already surprised with how much attention it was already getting because i was like no one really pays attention to my art here on tiktok but like go off but then obviously like a lot of people were commenting and then the fact ricky commented on it he goes wow riley you're so famous or he said you're tiktok famous now and i was like excuse me i was like you out of all people calling me famous i was like okay and then I was like haha like you're so funny Ricky <laughs> but I think I was just like <sighs> you weren't I want to say you were starstruck but I feel like that's like not the right word I was more so just like taken back I was just like I, one I just thought it was funny but then I was just like what are the odds that out of like because obviously Ricky has nothing to do with Corey or yeah. like that group at all so I was just like how did this show up on his for you page at all like yeah he's he liked like one of my tiktoks he's like like at that time he liked a few of my tiktoks because they were showing up on his for you page but then this one had like seven thousand likes and he was just getting started with tiktok so he had like no idea what he was doing but like I don't know it was just crazy yeah <laughs> you should post more art on your tiktok I know I want to, I just don't have time. 
I wanna I wanna keep going with that series I was doing like where I was drawing like why don't we TikTokers or whatever but like I, that series like the way that you started it that was cool and then I kept yeah. waiting for like a second drawing and I was like did you I'm, give up but literally like life like did a spiral <laughs> and then like and then I had to start back at school and obviously I don't have time like now yeah the only like I I barely have time to sleep so. So that drawing that you did the other day on your live, which is now your profile picture, did you yeah. add a cowboy hat to it? No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will do it, though. I want to so bad. I can't believe I didn't do it. I'm so mad. <laughs> I feel like that cowboy hat is now like your, like, it's like an icon along with... It literally like, I'm like, I... <laughs> I don't know how exactly it became my brand, but I don't even care. You've got a yeehaw um, tap, tapestry oh, in the back. So beautiful. It's so... <sighs> Thank you, Dia, also, for the comments saying that she liked that series. I know people really liked it, and I'm mad that I haven't done it. I'm just so busy. Anyway. Okay, last question I have for you is that of all the things that you've done in your life, has there been one thing that has stuck out the most and has impacted your life? <laughs> oh, no. Like, the, like that I've done or just, like, something that I've experienced and I was like, oh, this changed my life. Both. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say as far as, like, a moment that I was like a moment that like I knew walking in into it was going to change my life I'll do that and then like a moment where like I didn't know it was going to and I was just like aha um so the biggest one that comes to mind is playlist live because the first playlist live I went to was in 2015 and I was like I was like I always wanted to go to like VidCon but at, obviously I lived in Rhode Island and like in California where you are and I'm like my mom at the time because I was 14 she was like we're not going all the way to California and then like I've mentioned previously I was like I'm a cuckoo head and I was like did a bunch of research and I was like but mom staying in Florida we've been to Florida why can't we go to Florida and she's like she's like oh like maybe we can do that and I was like she and I was like yeah like I'm gonna have to miss school but I think I don't really want to go and she's like well, like, we don't go on trips, so, like, sure. So we went, and the first red, it was not red flag, but the first flag, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy, is that we got off the plane at MCO, and then we were getting, like, a rental car, and then the guy was like, oh, why are you guys here in Florida? And my mom's like, oh, my daughter really likes YouTube, so we're, like, going to a YouTube convention thing. And at 14 year old, I was like, <laughs> like, come on, why'd you tell him that? And then uh he the guy was like oh you like youtube he's like you know who philip defranco is and i was like i love philip defranco and i was like we like had a good bonding moment but then at the actual event the most vivid memory i have like of any playlist besides the time i died almost died um <laughs> was when when you walk into playlists from like where you park the cars or everything in the hotel you like take the sky bridge and then there's an escalator that leads you into, like, the middle of the convention center. And I I saw the signs. I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, I need to go get my badge. And so we were going to get my badge. And then I stepped on the escalator, and I could see, like, it's a pretty tall escalator. So I could see, like, everything. And I was, like, looking at everything. And I was, like, I saw people, like, vlogging. Because coming from a small town Rhode Island, I was, like, no one, no one vlogs. I was like, that's not a thing. And then there's, like, people vlogging. There's people singing and just, like, someone was holding up, like, a free hug sign. And, like, random-ass people were just going up and hugging them. And I was like... And then I just saw, like, YouTubers, like, just walking around, like, that I recognized. And I was like... I was like... And I, I literally, like... This sounds like it's, like, made up, but I literally did this. I looked at my mom and I was like... I think I'm home. And she's like, what? And I was like, trust me. But 
that that was a big moment and then i would say the kind of cheesy one was lights out in boston and atlanta but boston was the first thing was because um you know i went into that i really didn't want to go i just really didn't i was like i don't want to have to take off work and like it's stupid like because my friend that i was going with she just wanted to go for chris romero and i was like yeah like i'm not chris up with this like he's cool but like I have no reason to go. She was like, the day before Lights Out, she was like, hey, like, let's, they're like in Boston. Like, you want to go try to find them? She's like, so that way you don't have to miss work tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then lo and behold, the famous story of me running into Griffin, Jaden, Tayson, Peyton, and Yusuf at the Lebanese restaurant. And that was just crazy. And then they, I was like, oh my god, I didn't know Jaden was going to be there. Because the only reason why I was going to go to Lights Out was because Caleb Finn was supposed to be on the tour. But Caleb Finn couldn't go because of his visa. Or, well, not actually his visa. There was the whole thing with Vivid Management. But I was like, I was like, oh my god, I didn't know Jaden Hossler was going to be there. And then Jaden and all of them were like, oh, you should come. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then as the rest of the day progressed, ran into little Huddy at Taco Bell and <laughs> And oh my god, that was such a horrible experience. He was so rude. Like that I, was, I can imagine. That was he like, seems a, like a rude person I've ever had with him. But he was like, I was having a low blood sugar, so I made Ashley stop at Taco Bell so we can go get something. And I was like, looking at the menu, and she's like staring off into the distance. I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, hi Chase, and he i turn and i see him he takes out his airpod he's like hi how'd you guys find me and i was like hey chase what's up i'm riley uh we weren't looking for you but I'm, I'm just diabetic i need something to eat and then he was like oh and then we were telling him how we we're we're thinking about going to lights out and he was like oh cool like see you around i guess and then he left with his fucking taco bell and went and just got in his uber and skedaddled and then i <laughs> And get anything to eat and we just hopped back in the car and we we're like they're around here there's more of them we need to find them so and then we ran into cynthia well we didn't talk to them but then we ran into cynthia michael amaya and chris at wendy's when you say michael you mean high pop michael no not not sansa michael um michael amaya um michaelade as i call him he like he He's kind of a mess. I don't even know. I haven't seen him post in a while, but he's super cool. Thank but, you for doing this with me. I appreciate it. Of course. He, I'm so excited. This is going to be so cool. I'll probably have this up on YouTube tomorrow because it takes a lot to upload. No problem. And then I'll send you the link. Yes, definitely send me the link so I can post I it all. <laughs> People were really excited about this on LinkedIn, which was cool. <laughs> But I, will I got what? 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 I'll probably text you later. Okay, I gotta go eat din din. Adios. Thank you for doing this. Adios. No problem. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>